Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. And today's microsode, we are sharing a segment with the incredible mind architect, Peter Crone from episode 177. In this segment, Peter's dropping really powerful wisdom on how you can cultivate more self-compassion and why that's so important. He's talking about how you can rewrite your limiting stories and beliefs. And he drops you into the idea around your frequency and how important it is to elevate your frequency so that you can reach your fullest potential in life. Peter is truly an extraordinary human being. He's dedicated his life to helping individuals around the world, including elite performers, world-class athletes, and global leaders to overcome their limiting beliefs and subconscious patterns so that they can continuously upgrade their frequency and evolve their self-identity in ways that helps them to kick ass in life, basically. So he's a badass. I loved the episode with him. If you have not taken that full episode in, you definitely want to do that after you've taken the segment. You can click on the show notes and there's links to either Spotify, Apple, or YouTube, wherever you want to take in the episode. Definitely check him out on Instagram. I love, love his content there. He's an incredible writer. He has some kick-ass quotes. So if you don't already know Peter, well, you're welcome. And I hope you enjoy this segment and episode 177 if you have not taken that one in yet. And if you would take a moment to just quickly hit five stars rating this podcast and perhaps maybe even writing a little review, there's a very easy link where you can do that in the show notes and it means the world to me and my team. It really helps this podcast grow. It is helping this podcast grow. So thank you to all of you who will take the time to do that. Now enjoy this microsode with the incredible mind architect, Peter Crone. Enjoy. It starts with ourselves. You know, I say we're masterpieces and we're works in progress, right? So whoever you are today, I can look back at my 17-year-old self, dad goes to work, never comes back. And I could now look back and go, oh, well, how did I handle that? And I've never judged myself for like how I processed the death of a father unexpectedly. But we could look back at our, you know, different times of our life and say, oh, you know, you're such an idiot. Why did you do that? Or why didn't you get her number? Or why did you say that? Or, you know, we can second guess ourselves to the cows come home. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's a disservice. It's like you're doing the best you can at every stage of our life with the awareness you have at that stage of your life right, right? so right. It, it's so that's the one thing is to start with is kindness and compassion towards yourself you're doing the best you can within the realm of your current state of awareness yeah the second thing is to start to look at what are the consistent woes right like we're gonna stub our toe one day we're gonna have menstrual cramps the next we're gonna feel cold and or have a cold another day and these things are sort of transitory and they're they're not fun and we get you know down and depressed or worried and okay that's part of being human right 
But where your opportunity for real growth and inquiry is, what's the consistent story? You know, is it in the realm of relationships? Like, why do I struggle? Why do I always pick the douchebags? Or why am I always left alone? Or why do I not feel loved? Or is it around finances? Like, why do I not seem to be fulfilling on my potential? Or is it around health? Like, why do I always seem to be sick? Or is it around rejection? You know, why was I the last to be picked for the you know, the football team at school and now like I'm the one who doesn't get the promotion at work or, you know, there's going to be a thread through people's lives. So that's the that's the treasure trove, right? That's the pathway to pursue is like, what's the consistent theme, the story? And then we want to start to look at what is the associated emotion with that? Meaning if, you know, I find the one that was not picked or my friends are getting married and they're having babies and I'm not. And okay, that's the story, but what's it really eliciting as an experience? And in that case, the experience might be something like I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. I'm not who I should be. And it's in that realm of self deprecating narrative, Mm -hmm. right? So that the feeling would be of just sadness perhaps, you know? And so Mm -hmm. we want to start to look at that and then we can, inquire into the validity of what we assert to be true about ourselves because of those circumstances right so if all my friends are getting married and they got kids and all my friends are successful and they've got their own business and i'm still doing nine to five and earning da 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 like okay so what like you just pointed out facts there's no suffering in facts right reality does not contain suffering all human suffering is a byproduct of our interpretation of circumstance so the opportunity to get freedom to come back to your question is look at the consistent theme what is the story that is eliciting your personal constraint i'm not good enough Mm -hmm. i'm not valued It's something in, you know, one of those sort of, it's usually pretty short, it's pretty succinct. And then you get to really inquire into the truth of that fundamental way that you identify yourself. And I promise you, it's not a truth, it's how you feel. But feelings, as I tell people, are a lousy indicator of truth, right? So just because you feel you're not good enough does not mean that ipso facto, you are not good enough. It's just something that's been there forever and you've adopted it as a truth. It's your reality. It's Mm -hmm. your personal reality, your personality. Yeah. What's, you know, like I was literally talking to someone this morning about one of my quotes. I say, who would you be in the absence of your concerns? So if you remove that constraint, who would you be? And like his response was like, oh, even now I, my shoulders dropped. I feel so much lighter. I feel free. I'm like, there you go. You're getting closer to your true nature. So Hopefully that gives a little bit of a blueprint for people to follow. (laughs) It's beautiful. No, it's powerful. You know, I meditate every morning. I have this quick story. I have a relationship with highest self, future self. She's my soulmate. She's everything. Call her my muse, Mm -hmm. right? And years ago, I don't remember what I was troubled with when I was, you know, moving into meditation, but channeled the words from her, the message of, hey, Rox, (laughs) that's how she talks to me. Nothing means anything Mm -hmm. except the meaning you decide to give to it. Mm -hmm. Nothing means anything except the meaning you decide to give to it. And it was an immediate emotional neutralizer. It helped me to self-regulate and continues to do so. Because when the mind starts to, you know, run and get carried away with things, 
it is that that helps me come back to, and it's essentially what you just said so eloquently, so beautifully, so powerfully. It's, it isn't necessarily the truth. It's just how you were, you know, perceiving it, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's the difference between the lens that I view life, which is my personal reality. Mm-hmm. And then there's what's present in the absence of that, which I would assert is truth, right? So when, when it's one of my shortest quotes to say, no, you, no problem. Right. So, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right? So, you know, every problem, if you notice every problem that you have, you're there. <laughs> right. So, like, that's, you know, if you want like a, like a, a real oh, quick God. access to why you have problems, it's yeah, because you're around. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> oh, I appreciate that so much. That's so good. Yeah. So yeah. That I'm really, you know, in the most loving, compassionate way, I'm not getting rid of people's problems. I'm getting rid of them, yeah. you know, who thinks they have problems. And that's an entirely different approach, which is, you know, as far as I know, the only person who does that, it's very unique and it's very liberating because there's experts out there who will help you all day and charge your credit cards as long as you're willing to pay mm-hmm. to help you solve your problems. Yeah. But that becomes strategy. It becomes solutions, but nothing's actually changed. It's like changing the window dressing in a storefront, but the back of the store is full of mold and has got rat infestation, you know, whatever. It's like, okay, it looks pretty out front, but you haven't actually dealt with the core issues of why you get sick, why your relationships don't work, why you don't fulfill on your value, or you have the financial revenue that you think you deserve, or Mm -hmm. all of those things are byproducts of the the dissonance that's the relationship to your own inadequacies, insecurities, and scarcities versus the abundance and the boundlessness of your true essence. So I introduce people to the limitlessness of who they are, and then life will catch up at at the appropriate time. So for me, people look at my life and they're, dude, like you have such an amazing life and this, and they see Instagram or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not like doing it to show off. It's just an extension of me and it's showing people what's possible. Mm -hmm. But it's not so much that I work hard you know, people say, oh, you just got to work hard. And mm-hmm. I get it. You know, you got to be disciplined is a word I liked, but yeah. it's more a frequency. I function from a particular resonance and then life will meet me there. And if my resonance is inadequacy or some sort of shortcoming or a berating narrative I have about myself, well, life will meet me there too. And, you know, I wonder why did that person leave me or why did I not get the interview or why am I feeling like tired and apathetic? And well, that's because that's the frequency I'm associating myself with. Conversely, when I tap into my divine, divine nature, which is boundless, limitless and inherent value, and then life's like, oh, okay, cool. You want to play that game? Then we'll start showing up, you know, miracles that are just kind of effortless. Like I just yeah. was uh, doing a retreat in the UK and it was just one mir- miracle after the next, my whole trip to London. It was just insane. And and that's my subjective experience. Yeah. And yet objectively it made perfect sense because, well, why wouldn't I be open to miracles? Yeah. So it's so about, good. you know, frequency precedes form is what I tell people. Most people are trying to change form. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, if you shift who you are at the deepest vibration of your true nature, and you can only do that by removing the shackles. And that's that's a process because most people don't even know what their shackles are, right? So we come back to compassion, patience, and kindness. But as you remove those constraints and limitations, you reveal the boundless frequency that is your divine nature and then just like looking in a mirror, life will reflect to you that newfound vibration. 
Oh, it's so good. I love that you speak on frequency. Uh, so I have a poetry book coming out called Magnetic Feminine. And I nice. often share, thank you. I share um, on my on my Instagram stories, I'll, I'll create, you know, just kind of visual art. And it's it's always about for me, because everything in life, really, it's like frequency and essence. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I really, really connect with your conversations around frequency and and even on my arm, you know, this is a mantra that came to me and I, I don't normally speak about it on the podcast, but it's just too perfect not to insert here. But um, came to me about eight years ago. I am the maestro. The universe is my orchestra. It's written in French. My mm -hmm. life is my symphony. Wow. I it's pretty special. Beautiful. Like it's thank you. And it but that's it really beautiful. does. That came to you or that's something you read. That's something no. you downloaded. Yeah, I downloaded. I'm the maestro. The universe is my, my orchestra. My life. My life is my, my symphony. Yeah, ma vie mon symphonie. My life is my oh. symphony. So it's essentially saying what you're saying in the sense that like, hey, mm -hmm. The for this is just me and how I feel about it and how I move through my life and really my experience in life and that it's what you are emitting that will yeah. be expanded. And then yeah. this is where, to me, real autonomy actually comes in because then you have, it's this realization or, you know, not necessarily realization for me at this point, but it's this constant reminder that you have agency and that you are actually creating your life. Like, where are you at yeah. right now? And if this doesn't feel good, let's check in and, 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 and you know, ask yourself the questions that, you know, we need to ask ourselves to, to put ourselves back into that frequency that is going to feel good, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. yeah. Why, let me ask you, why did it come through in French? Is that part of your heritage or do no. you have spirit guides? <laughs> <laughs> My spirit angels I just think in French, <laughs> damn it. I had to learn. <laughs> I don't need, it's a great question. And it was so long ago. I mean, I speak a little French. I, I, I actually can understand more than I can speak. I, I lived in Paris for a while and went to school there, artistic um, academy. But yeah, I don't know. It just, it's, it, and I, it's, it's actually, people think it's a tattoo. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Um, it's not. I just write it every single day. And I oh, have, you do? yeah. Wow. And the reason why is because you get a tattoo and it's just on you. And but you for forget me, about it. Yeah. Exactly. But to me, yeah. it's just like I'm coming into these words and and actually it's a good segue because I, I know that you, you know, you you're 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 all about quotes, beautiful, powerful quotes. You write in quotes yeah. and like even just you said um frequency. What did you say? Frequency. Exactly. And yeah. so I feel I I see I say that words cast spells. That's my yeah. You know, and I have your quotes here because I don't want to ruin them. Words are the wardrobe <laughs> to the soul. And yes. that's one of yours that just, uh, I love yeah. because, yeah. yeah, actually, I'm going to let you expand on that. Why are words the wardrobe to the soul? Well, just like you said, I mean, I love, you know, that first of all, I love that you generate that quote on your arm every day because it does speak to the power of creation, right? Like we tend to... Think about when you first fall in love with somebody like they're at the forefront of your mind there's a presence right both in terms of their absence or their presence with you even in their absence you're thinking about them when am i going to hear from them you text them there's an excitement right mm -hmm. and it's a very generative experience of love yeah. and then maybe you get more serious you move in together and before you know it, you're sort of taking each other for granted yeah <laughs> right there's this sort of integration, which can have its own, you know, sort of um, experience of love that is perhaps 
I, I don't want to in any way belittle it, but you know, there can be an integration that's also beautiful. Like there's a there's a comfort that can come with that too, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just they're, they're an extension of you. Right. Um, I would never want anyone to be taken for granted, but anyway, you get the point. Yes. Um, so as it relates to you know wardrobe, uh, words being the wardrobe for the soul, and I love that you say words cast spell, and that's to me why they say it's it's spelling, right? You're you're spelling <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you know the tra- the um, the translation of abracadabra, the Hebrew translation, like the magic. You know, when someone says abracadabra, the actual translation is "as I speak, so I create." Mm, that's what Carrie's favorite is abracadabra. She yeah, loves, yeah, isn't that amazing? yeah, yes. <clears throat> so, um, to answer your question about my quote, like why that occurred to me is I realized that our divine nature, our true essence, is boundless. Like it's really the quintessential expression of pure possibility. It is the infinite, it is the quantum. And then, so that vibratory state of pure potentiality gets expressed in form by virtue of how we collapse quantum into the relative, right? Mm -hmm. But what is the relative? Well, it's how we relate. And how do we relate? We relate through language, right? So words are the wardrobe for the soul, meaning that the words create the container, the form in which that which is boundless starts to manifest. Mm -hmm. So literally, as you get up in the morning, you create your own existence, you literally writing it on your arm, which is beautiful for somebody else. They're picking out their wardrobe, whether it's a uniform that they have to quote unquote fall in line with, because that's what's expected at their place of employment or somebody else, they're a fashionista. And so the way they express with their wardrobe gives rise to a different experience of their potentiality excuse me but ultimately the way that we relate to ourselves in our identity and our personas is with these deep constructs that are really formed in the subconscious with this languaging no different than code on a piece of uh technology like the laptops that we use like they have programming in that give rise to the software that we interact with Mm -hmm. so the potentiality of an operating system we could argue is boundless depending on its speed and its capacity obviously technology evolves and you buy a laptop today it has a a far greater possibility than one that we would have bought 20 years ago nonetheless that potentiality, whatever it is, gets expressed through the languaging that is used in terms of, let's say you open up iTunes. You don't open iTunes on your laptop and get frustrated that you can't edit your photos, right? Like (laughs) that would make no sense. Like, because you know that's going to be done in Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop, right? Mm -hmm. But both of those programs, they have completely different functionality Mm-hmm. wardrobes but mm-hmm. based on the language that was used to create them yes so a good coder could go in there and if you didn't like the interface of say photoshop and you wanted it to be a particular customized style a good programmer could go in there and make it to your bespoke choice right mm-hmm. so likewise for me you could say i'm sort of a programmer of the subconscious i'm coding people's identities mm-hmm. by revealing what's already there that's dysfunctional why are you getting sick why are you not earning the livelihood you think you warrant why are your relationships not full of love and passion well it's because of your current program So if you want to have the abundance and the infinite experience of your true divine nature, then we have to remove the confined programming and replace it with what actually is less of a replacement and more of a revealing of the inherent program that's there already. So hence, words of the wardrobe for the soul. And unfortunately, most people are wearing pretty shitty clothing. (laughs) 
Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.